Hello and welcome. You are listening to the final, final, final episode, episode, episode of the Seer Soccer Stud podcast, where we have discussed the beautiful game with a Southern twang. I am. And will always will be your co-host, Matt. And I am your other co-host, Joe. And I will always be. Now and forever. Now, Matt, are you ready to cut this final just sentimental biscuit? Yeah, let's just butter this biscuit and let's get started, brother. All right. All right. Sometimes you got to just force it down. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes, sir. So, everyone, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, it's been a long and interesting year. Uh, We'll say a soccer calendar year Mm -hmm. for the Sears Soccer Studs. A lot has changed, but we're here. Final episode. Um, So, of course... As we always start off the episode, we jammed out to a little bit of music. Yes, Joe, we did. what was that song that you played for us? Hmm. That song is a song I used to occasionally get pumped up to. Okay. Before soccer, something. A little funky jam. Kind of like video game club music is how I would describe it. Anamanaguchi, name of the song, John Hughes. I like it, especially turned up as loud as your stereo would go. I told Joe, and, you know, we like to be honest on this podcast, that song made my brain hurt. (laughs) (laughs) There was so much going on with it, but if you can can take um, video game music with a lot of other things going on, you should be okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, you'll live through it. Yeah, (laughs) but good, good song. So, uh, the song that I played, because we each got a chance to play one. Um, Good I'd, song as well. Thank you, Joe. Um, it's by Vendetta, and it's called Own Life, featuring Anderson Pack, P-A-A-K. I'm probably mispronouncing that, but whatever. I think it, I think he was on a Corona commercial. No, Modelo. Okay. He's on Modelo commercial. Decent. Yeah, I think Decent. he said it correct, yeah. But um, the reason I did this is because, you know, or I posted this song because it's called Own Life. And if you listen to the lyrics, basically it says, I've got a life of my own. You should get a life of your own, too. And not to say anything about the listeners, but Mm-mm. things Just happen in life. Yep, song about going a different path. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. So here we are, man. Yep, I mean, finally. Spitfire this. It's Let's been, get this through. We've it's been got too long, man. We've got emails. We've got quite a bit of stuff to get through. Joe um, came up with a very detailed list of player of the year. What, what accolades, right? Yes, accolades. That's there right. We go. Yep. So, Joe, is that how we're we're gonna get started? No, no. 
I apologize. Oh, oh, okay. Joe, how you been? Man, thank you. I've been pretty good. Yeah? Pretty darn good, actually. Yeah, man, just uh, shoot. Yeah, actually went up to Boone this past weekend, saw some soccer, fourth-tier soccer. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot was there. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. he, he dugs it. He does exist. Yeah, in the oh, Appalachian yeah. He's a big yeah soccer fan. And yeah. it's Appalachian, not Appalachian. Yeah, thank you. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. So good time. Was that ball? Cool. Yeah. So <laughs> anything else that's going pretty on much in your it. life? Oh uh, man, uh, trying to get a van going. Uh, yeah. Doing the ninety-eight. Yeah, ninety-four. Oh, ninety-four. Yeah. It's a good year. Just think. Just murder van purple. You know, looks very rapey. Nobody messes with you. Okay. Yep. Okay. We do not condone that. No. It's just uh, protection. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like camouflage. I hear you. Even the creep <laughs> even the creepers are like, no, nah, we don't wanna get near this thing. So the guys running around trying to hand out ice cream to little kids they don't even want to touch this oh no that's too much it's too obvious (laughs) good stuff so yeah trying to basically make it into a camper van so maiden maiden voyage last weekend okay any hiccups emerged safe and sound very well very well good good time well sweet so uh yeah are you ready i'm ready how about you you doing good I'm doing good. Right. You know, new job, a couple of new things going on in the life, um, which we'll cover actually in one of the emails. So, yeah, everything's going well. Doing a lot of yard work. You know, it's mm-hmm. summertime. The grass grows two inches in a day sometimes when we get rain. Mm. So every day I'm doing yard work, but feels like I'm accomplishing something. So yeah. I, I can All appreciate right. it. Yeah. Feels good. I like that. Feels real good. Yeah. You look happy. Well, Joe, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is your list. So yep. I want you to do the presentation of the presentation? list. Presentation? Yeah. Well, Go I don't know where to it. start. I'll be quiet. Well, okay. <laughs> I know where to start. We'll start at the top of the list. That's that's a good spot. <laughs> now, this one, uh, I called it Rookie player of the year but really we can kind of go breakthrough you know when you see it what's a young player that's come through young player okay so or, when you send this rookie. okay okay young player okay well you you go ahead that that may have changed up my... <laughs> it's okay it's okay I'll... i got that but then also we have transfer of the year right I'm just going to go who I picked. Okay. And you kind of give me what you had on okay. your paper, by all means. Had a couple, um, you know, honorable mentions. Okay. Phil Foden, breakthrough year. I mean, he he had played before, but not a lot. Harvey Barnes, same thing. Breakthrough, young player. Couldn't go with him. Hate the team, love the player. Saka. Really? Yeah. Wow. Saka. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just thought from the second he started playing for Arsenal, he blew up. Every game was good performance. Young guy, already forced his way into the England team. 
I went with him. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Phil Foden, like it. You know, it was it was funny because Pep always said he's 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 come out with so many different quotes about Phil Foden, or at least like we get the quotes from Pep. Sorry. Yep. So he's come out and said quite a few things about Phil Foden. He said he's the most technically gifted player he's ever coached. That was like two years ago. We we still didn't see him. But I really like the fact that this year was his breakout year. Mm-hmm. And I think Pep has done a really good job of protecting him and really easing him into the side because this kid can straight out ball. Yeah. I mean, he is nasty, including his haircut. It Ew. is nasty. Disgusting. Yes, the other nasty. Like I got my, my stomach churned just thinking about it. And then he went blonde and did uh, the old M&M. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I like that one. Um, Harvey Barnes, wonderful player. I hate that he got uh, injured towards the end of the of Leicester's season. Probably could have pushed him into the top four. Yeah. I agree. Um, Sokka, yeah, I like that. I like that. So when you when you put out this list and sent it to me, when you thought I saw Rookie of the Year, I thought somebody that was first, their first Fresh. season right. in the Premier League. And I went with Ruben Diaz because mm-hmm. he was just, I mean, phenomenal for Manchester City. But – now that you say that, there's a player, um, or excuse me, the route that you went with this, the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. There's a a player that I really like on that same team that you talked about. Oh man, what is his name? <laughs> I don't know. He's a triple barrel name. Oh, Emo Smith Rowe. This kid. Yeah, Smith Rowe can out out. Excuse me, he can flat out play. I agree. He he wears the low socks, the low shin guards, but he he actually reminds me of a kid I coached in middle school. He's got this like funky looking face that just looks like he hasn't slept in a while. Mm-hmm. But he can he can play, and I really like him as a breakout player. Whenever he was in the Arsenal side, he made things happen. Yeah. No, I, I like that pick. And for a team that didn't really produce much, because no, we've got a lot of friends. I kind of loved it. <laughs> got a lot of friends that are Arsenal fans that like to talk smack about who's the best team in London. And I'm, it's like, oh. I'm Team Arteta right here, buddy. <laughs> Love him. <laughs> Keep it. All right. So, Quick yeah. disclaimer. Phil Foden. He burned probably a little brighter at the end of the season than Saka had. Yeah. But just Saka, the mm, longevity, like season long. And the flexibility of the player, too. He yes. play, He can play on. Like wing back, attacking. Yeah. I mean, he can play all three positions on one side of the field. Well, he actually can play more because it, they can switch him over to the right or the left. Oh, he, yeah. He's just very versatile. If you remember, like, Phil Foden, I drafted him in our fantasy league. I picked him up early. I knew he was going to have a breakthrough. Just kept waiting for it, waiting for it. It happened too late. Yeah. So, I Fair mean, enough. great, great player, 
huge talent, but season long, I got to go Saka. There's a lot more to see from these players, these young English players. It's, it's kind of scary. Oh, it's, the it's frightening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're moving along? We're moving on. Okay. Moving on. Ooh, let me see. Ooh, okay. Let's just go right down the list. Yep. Just let gravity. We just let gravity take <laughs> us down. That's usually what happens. I mean, you can't you can't mess with gravity. I mean, gravity has got a hold of this man. Okay. He's fighting it. Uh, my choice. But we're going coach of the year. Coach of the year. Coach okay. of the year. Gravity. And age. Probably the English weather. David Moyes. Yes, sir. <laughs> you guessed it. He Man. he tries to fight Father Time, but and he was on something this year. He had some just hocus pocus juice going on. I mean, the man rolled back the years. It was like he was back in his Everton pomp. He did better. He did way better than Everton, though. It was it team. was similar, but yeah, I would agree. He this collection of players, nobody was expecting this, and he had them cooking. You know, uh, last night I played in a league game, um, you know, a few miles away. Yep. And one of our good buddies is an Arsenal fan. Oh, Benny. Oh, <laughs> shout oh, out, Benny. Benny. Yeah, he, Big Papa he, Benny. he always likes to talk a little smack, and he was like, you know, London is red. I was like, well, you know, it's actually blue. It's always been blue. But he was like, man, we, we – we were by far the better team. I was like, actually, the better team for the longest time in London was West Ham. Very true. The Hammers. Yeah, the Hammers. The Bubbles. Right. Yeah, blowing <laughs> Bubbles. Gosh. Claret. Yeah, man, you got to give the man credit, yeah. I mean, for a while, they were really pushing for a top four. Finished on 65 points, sixth place, but my goodness, he made everybody sweat. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, they're in the near, they are in Europe. So they can make some stuff happen. I mean, his old team, Everton, trying to try to get him back. But he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, Joe. West Ham, bloody good. Bloody bubble good. <laughs> Blow him. <laughs> so <laughs> my coach of the year and people, you know, that are going to – they're going to hate on me for saying this, but he came in in January <laughs> – Took a team in eighth place, took them to two championships, lost one, won one, finished top four. Thomas, too cool. Tommy Tactics. Man, he is, is, is easy to give the coach of the year to, like, a Pep Guardiola to – um. Ole Gunner, that was with somebody for a long time. Even, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's, I mean, oh, what is it, his name? Grim Reaper? No, I mean, uh, <laughs> Tom. Father uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah, Father Tom. Mr. Moyes. Moyes. Um, he did a fantastic job. There were a lot of good coaches out there, but. I have to admit, for somebody that came in at half a season and took a team from where they were, and they were discombobulated. I mean, we didn't have an identity. We didn't have much of anything. We were in eighth place to to finish top four, get into the FA Cup final, and lose on some questionable 
refereeing. I always say that, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. I always got to find time for that. Yep. But to win the Champions League in the way that we did win the Champions League, not conceding, we conceded the least amount of goals ever in a Champions League um, winning team. Four goals the entire – that's going back to the group stages. Good gosh. Four goals we only allowed. This guy, I know that part of that was – Frankie. Good old Super Frank. Mm-hmm. But what he did to take the team to where we played – because, I mean, we played Atletico Madrid. We played Porto, which was probably one of the strongest Porto teams in a long time besides – Jose Mourinho's back in the day. Went to Real Madrid, beat them, and then Man City, the defensive work that we had. Too cool. He's just too cool. Mm. Would you say you patterned your recent coaching career on his methods? No, I I wouldn't. Your look, Um, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, that's that's a low blow. Joe's talking about my my hairline. (laughs) Well, the – the slim pants also. Well, hey, I you know, I like to wear things that are comfortable. Mm. And I also like to show off my my grealish thighs the too. Grealish, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um He has but, a distinctive fashion sense too. I gotta give him credit. Like he came in all blue. Yep. The pants, the little you know, he had the thing above his face the whole time. He had his own look. But he's also like six five. Mm. Yeah, I'm five nine. <laughs> There's a kind of a difference there. A little bit. So yeah, he. I really hope that Chelsea doesn't do what Chelsea does and just get rid of him. He's a phenomenal coach. I mean, I like, I like your pick. I mean, in all fairness, you can make a strong argument. He is the premier tactician in the league. I mean, Champions League final. People can say Guardiola, you know, did Guardiola and got his own self out of the game. But Tuchel, man, I'm telling you, he he's arguably better than Guardiola right now. Tuchel with Chelsea beat Guardiola three times in the span of like a month. Yeah. So there's there's yeah, you can talk about people can talk about tactics and how Guardiola kind of got into his own head for the Champions League final, which he he did put out kind of a weird lineup, but yep. at the same time Tuchel set that up. He's man. got he, his number. Yeah, he I mean you gotta give the man credit. Yeah. I mean Frank was, was yeah, he had some good moments and then he's kinda on the fence and he's kinda sucking and is yeah. it's going downhill from basically the moment like one or two results aside, from the moment the man came in, he energized that team. Yeah. Had him play I mean players that I mean Frank had basically locked in the cellar Throwing away the key. Rudiger. He, bring, he brings them back in, and they're just rejuvenated. Rudiger, Alonzo, Aspilicueta, the captain, comes back in and looks like he he went back back in time yeah. 10 years. I mean, he was phenomenal. So, yeah, Das German got the best out of Das Germans, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So it, it was. Havertz was looking like bird camp back in the day or something. <laughs> Whew. That is a it's frightening. A beautiful, weird man. Right yeah, there. that is. He is. Yeah, something else. All right. All right. Sorry, guys. 
No, no. That was a good pick. We'll move on. I like we'll that pick. On. Okay, this next one. I, I like this one. Goal of the year. Yep, 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 yep. Mm. So you got to go with your gut feeling and not what was actually voted on, right? Maybe. Okay, we'll see. This one, I yeah, I went through several, several choices. When I rewatched this one, I was like, I remember where I was when I saw this goal. Okay. And I remember being like, this was next level. Okay. There were a lot of good goals, a lot of great goals. But I had to go Eric Lamella versus Arsenal in March. Zed O'Toole's saw it, just the Rabona, the yep. behind the standing leg. I mean, just the speed of thought, everything. That was frighteningly good. Yeah. So, yeah, that got my vote. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. some people that we know are going to say that I have a bias towards not giving Spurs anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, surely they wouldn't say that. They would. They would. And that's perfectly okay. There's a reason that I'm not giving it to Lamella because that was voted best goal, you know, by all the fans and everything. So my pick originally was actually um, Fernand Torres. Torres. Mm. Front post run on a corner, flicks it with his heel to the back post against Newcastle. And I was like, man, that's just dirty. But then I started really thinking about it. Started thinking about that goal and then also the Lamella goal. I was like, you know, those were both like just reaction. Yeah, it's 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 instinct for players like this that are on a different level than anybody else professionals. Mm. They just instinct. Lamella, or, uh, what is it called? The uh, Rabona. Yeah, the Rabona. Does a Rabona. Fernand Torres does a flick. Beautiful, beautiful, but. My pick was one that took effort and just some unbelievable skill for an extended period of time. Adresa Eze. Oh. Goal against Sheffield United. Okay, so he picks up the ball with the back to his goal in his own half. Turns a player. Slaloms through a couple, takes it down. It's inside the Sheffield United half, beats two or three players with a little cut, and then just softly, delicately, mm. like a lover's touch. Whispers in the ear of the goalie. <laughs> he said, hey, Ramsdale, hey. it's going to go to your left. Just let it happen. And he didn't know what it would be over before you know it. <laughs> so yeah, he he just passes a ball in the side netting, and that that to me was more of an all around goal. I'm, I'm trying to find you know I have trouble finding words in my brain, mm-hmm. but that took more composure more skill to beat, to turn, to get past all of these, and then to just finesse that ball in 
that was by far for me like it's one of those that you watch over and over again you're like wow yeah wow i mean i I have a soft spot in my heart for the uh take the ball and you're from your own half dribble players the messy style i mean i love that i like that pick young mean son last year against burnley goal of the season that was that was dirty yes do you remember when hazard played against uh Arsenal and got the ball and basically threw off um, Coquelin. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped on his back and Hazard threw him off. Just that type of goal where you literally one player takes it the whole, you know, yeah. about Versus the whole more team. than half the field and is able just to finish that just – and without doing too many, you know, Neymar tricks – Ronaldo turns, you know, yeah. just really just going Past straight him. out the goal. Yeah, it was just gorgeous. So, no, I like that pick. I'm sorry to all those other people that say like, "Oh, it's got to be Lamella. It's got it's got to be." Sorry, it wasn't for me. Mm. It wasn't for me. I like that. I got to throw out an honorable mention: Cavani, that goal we had near the end of the season. I forget who it was against. Where, where he he's offsides. Yeah, I mean yeah. technically, yeah. Or whoever hit it. <laughs> I think whoever hit it. I know that 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 person didn't touch it. Bruno didn't actually touch it. Yes, which made him offsides. Oh, it oh was my gosh. so beautiful though. They reviewed it and were like, "We can't really disallow this," so they let it go. Which that was that was a nice one. I like yeah. that. You know, United Manchester United has had a couple of really awesome goals that have been offsides. The la- the latest one was that one. The time before that was the uh, McTarian. Scorpion kick. Mm. It was offside, stupid. <laughs> I mean, come on. But it's United, so they get the call. So Got yeah. to. Yeah. Ooh, well, yeah. Joe, do you want to continue? I'm going to grab grab myself a beer. A tasty Would you beverage? like another one? Yes. You, okay. got, you got any puppers? <laughs> <laughs> Figure yourself out. Get yourself yeah. the puppers. Big shooter. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Shout out, Squirrely Dan. Uh Let's skip around a little bit. We got a couple old categories. I know y'all love. Y'all can't wait to hear that segment music. I'm going to hold off on those three for right now. It's going straight in. Studs up. Defender of the year. Okay. Okay. You want to lead this one off? Yep. I will lead this one off. We might have the same. You ready? Yep. Good beer, son. All right. So, defender of the year. Was also, I, I mean, this guy came in, took a team that their defense was shaky is the easiest way to put it. They were shaky. And this guy turned not only the team around to help them perform, he turned an English center back into actual a player that he – is worth the money that they paid for him. Yeah, he looked like the player they bought. Exactly. You and I know. Yep. Ruben Diaz. Only one choice for this. And, I mean, this guy, he he brought a winning mentality from the Portuguese league. Benfica, or was he? Yes. Yeah, Benfica. Benfica. Mm-hmm. This guy comes in from Benfica to Manchester City. I mean, for me, it was one of these, like, 
who is this guy? Where did he just come from? And Manchester City scouting because they they do all right. They yep. Do, yeah, they, they do all they're right. They're pretty good. Fernand Torres, I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, he can he can play. The boy can play. Gosh. But Ruben Diaz is one of their best signings, and I would say a very, very long time. It's rare you see a signing come in and from day one look the part, be the part, and elevate those around him to, yeah, championship levels. Yep, yep. Like title-winning levels. Well, and see, that's, that's what he did. So there's a story about Manchester City right around Christmas or maybe even before Christmas – where they were struggling. They lost like a couple in a row and they had like a team meeting. And if I'm not mistaken, he started this team meeting. I I could be wrong, but he... Sounds right. It was one of those where they all, not the coaches, like the players came together and said, we can do better. But I feel, I really feel like he was the one that started this and was like called this meeting. And if that's the case, he's your next uh, the Belgian center back from Manchester City. Company. Yes, thank you. Big old forehead boy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can't go wrong with that pick. I mean, just the son of a gun was – he was good. Made John Stone look good. I mean, I remember just all the scouting that was going on. You know, Manchester United had looked at him. A lot of everybody was saying, "Oh, he's a he's a leader," but is he really that good of a player? Well, yeah. Not only was he a good leader, he was a great player. And yeah, Man City had that early season hiccup for a while. They changed a few things, and then towards the end of the season, it was it just seemed inevitable they would win. So, you say that Manchester United looked at him. Could they have not spoken to Bruno Fernandez to ask, like, how how this guy? I mean, if I'm 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 going to a whole different place. Go there on this. Let's okay, <laughs> so I'm just worried, not worried, but I'm just wondering about recruitment in a situation where you have board members, you have your Marina Graniskaya's who does a lot of research. She's got scouts that give her research. Mm -hmm. This is Chelsea's beautiful and very talented representative in their scouting, but only their, not only the scouting, but the signing department. Mm -hmm. So she makes the decision. She's Roman's right-hand lady, okay? If you... I feel like it would be very wise to talk to players about it because there's there's a certain dynamic in the dressing room that you you don't want to disrupt. So if somebody like Bruno Fernandez is in Manchester United's dressing room and they're thinking about bringing in Pepe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice name drop. Yep. And he's like, well, he's kind of a butthole. <laughs> a little bit. So I don't know if Pogba and Pepe would get along. They might, like, headbutt each other every practice. Yeah. 
I guess what I'm getting at is, should there be more communications with the actual team and say, hey, we're thinking about bringing in this player. Does anybody have any idea about him? Does anybody have any beef with him? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they do that. They will consult and be like, okay, what's, do you give us a recommendation? I know they did that with Ronaldo when they brought in Bruno, Cristiano Ronaldo. They reached out to him, like, what's, what's the deal with this Bruno? You, you saying thumbs up? He's like, yeah, thumbs up. So I know they do that. And, I mean, Ruben Diaz, I'm sure he – I mean, he's been highly, highly hyped before he came, but I don't think anyone knew he was going to be that good. In the wildest dreams, I doubt they were like, he's going to be this good. You know, that that's the funny thing is I – I try to keep up with transfers, mostly on one side, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't heard anything about him. And then when Manchester City got him, I was like, who is this guy? But, wow, what a player. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's unanimous. I don't see how you can pick anyone else, quite frankly. I concur. Mm. Moving on, Mr. Moving on. JoJo. All right. Yes, sir. Matt, I'm going to switch it up on you. I'm going straight to the bottom. Best fashion. I think I know who you're going to pick. I'm probably going to pick the same man. I mean, Scotty P. Scotty P. We're just calling it Scotty P. Award. Yeah, That's what I wrote down. It's I mean, the Scotty P. Award. And he's he's got a new gig. That's true. He's got a new Born gig. With, well, yeah, maybe in a year from now we might see him back. You think he's going to be wearing a lot more red? Probably. Maybe some cherries? He, oh, he could be. You think Cherry he could be and Papa Daddy. Well, cherry button on his shirt. He might, yeah. Or maybe just the buttons on his suit, cherries. Damn. He can do it. That guy he can could do rock some cardigans. I mean, whatever this man puts on, it's liquid gold. It is pure gold. <laughs> Gosh. He, 24 carat. Yes. Yeah. Scotty P, no regrets about any of his fashion. Mm-hmm. He did it right. He made the other... Um, Coaches just, especially Pep with all of his dang zippers, <sighs> just made them look like, like child's play. Like like the crazy professor you had in college who never combed his hair. That's yeah. basically what he made him look like. And wore old clothes. Tordon, that didn't fit. Yeah, it didn't fit. <laughs> in a vest. <laughs> yeah, with like some tweed, you know, freaking pants, I don't know. That were two sizes too big. Yeah, had a vest looking like Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah, just didn't work. Scotty P. Yeah, I know he had a falling out with the uh, Fulham board. Hope to see you back. I think Bournemouth's run, you know, maybe a little bit better than Fulham. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what he's made of. So I I gotta say, um, you sent this to me and it said the Scotty P. Award, and I was like, well, if I don't go Scotty P. If you change it up, I got to give it to a jersey. Ooh. Best fashion. Oh, that's true. And it's got to be the Man City Paisley. I like that. The bacteria. Oh, my gosh. Puma. I like that. Paisley Puma. Gosh, that is a I'm sexy I'm picturing it in jersey. my mind right now. It's a it's just, sexy jersey. It's just dancing around the room. I'm just thinking about it. It's good. And then you got the Ginger King rocking it. And man, it's just like it's iconic. Yep, that's just rough. That was nice. Yeah, mm. I don't know how 
any team could have ever played against Man City wearing that, I'd be sitting there being like, man, y'all look beautiful. <laughs> I mean, you just feel inferior. You're like, dang, I'm wearing like last year's look. I got a freaking sash on for Southampton. I got this at Dollar General. (laughs) (laughs) TJ Maxx, don't look too good now. Oh, man. Went to the dang thrift store and got this on sale. Yeah, now I know why somebody gave it up. (laughs) Oh, well, keep it coming, Joe. Okay. Keep it coming. Well, we did that. All right. Let's go straight. We're going reverse. We're reversing gravity up the list. Okay. Best hair. I know. I know people want to know, what's your pick for this? So, I got to give it to Best Hair. Man Bun Leads United. I got to give it to a team because here's what I want to do. I want to start at the back. I want to start at Melier. He's got a John claude Van Damme 1990s flat top going on, Universal Soldier. Golly. Got that Dolph Lundgren going on. Oh, man. And then you move up, and then it's man bun in the back, man bun in the middle, man bun up front. Kyle Phillips, yeah. They they had some hair. I like that. I mean, yeah, my runners-up would have been uh, Pascal Stroik for Leeds. Great hair. Sometimes in a man bun, sometimes just kind of combed up, beautiful, yeah, like yeah. a like a raven black peacock. I mean, just the oh, hair looked great. Okay, great. Okay, well, I I gotta yeah. give a runner up myself. Okay, to a man Hit that's been it. in the Premier League for a long time, and I know I know people are gonna hate me for it, but freaking Zach Morris, Marcus Alonso Ooh, for Chelsea. I like that. That that's classic. Spanish hair. That's classic. He doesn't mm. put any product in it. That man is just made of beautiful locks. It's just, <sighs> goodness. It's like dandelions kissed his hair or something. Mm. I mean, that's a solid choice. That's. I always feel a little inferior when I look at his hair. I'm like, dang, that, that's some next level. Just a heft. Especially when he's on the field and he goes to throw in the ball and he first, like, Rubs his runs runs a hand <laughs> through the hair, and it just flops back perfect. And you're like, "You bloody you suck. bastard! You <laughs> you Spanish beautiful bastard!" Yeah, that hair, that's nice. Mm, that's a good choice. Were you gonna say something though? I was. Okay. I got my first choice. I do like that one though. Okay. I, I did think about him. I'm going with somebody who swished it up a lot. I gotta give him credit. I mean, he he makes it look cool. Paul Pogba. Okay. Always using some dye. I mean, just, I don't think anybody's quite as committed to hair as fashion as him. That's true. That's true. And I don't like it as much maybe as other people, but I got to say for the, for my money, the best hair, he, he rocks it. He, nobody is at his level in terms of dedication, commitment, 24 seven, every week, something. You know, have you? Did you see his hair in the Euros? Yes. That looked fly. Yes. A little yeah. bit of blue, a little bit of white. Yes. Looked fly. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. When he came from Juventus back to United, he struggled as a player, but his hair was fly. So I felt like he was spending more time getting his hair done than he was training. That's true. I mean, hair as a yeah microcosm of – fashion, whatever, other stuff off the field. 
Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but he's yeah, he's come around. He, I mean, I'm I'm a fan. Do you do you see him staying? I do. How long? I'll say two more years, two three more years. He might get a move a little later in his career, but I think he's going to renew. Okay. I think I could see it. I think so. They got a good core. Jaden Sancho, pretty much locked in. It does look like it. I think they have what they need to compete. You know, a few more signings, perhaps. Especially if they get his French international teammate, Rafael Varane, which is, you know, they're, they're pretty hot for him. And I think he's pretty hot to come. So, if the money's right, potentially I could see him coming. I Partnering your boy, Harry. Oh, yeah, McGuire. Oh, love that. You love him. <laughs> Old Beautiful. Mm. Uh, what did they call him? Um, there was a picture picture of him back in the day um, in one of his team photos, and he looked like a female lunch lady. Did <laughs> <laughs> a sloppy joes. Oh, my gosh. His hair, it was it – was, Did he have a hairnet on? It looked like it because he had, I mean, oh, he looked like a Sum 41 kind of, like, oh, like okay. grease down, like hair comes all the way down oh, to his like, chin. Oh, the long he, locks. Oh, my gosh, it was bad. It was so bad. But, yeah. Sum 41. Love <laughs> some McGuire. Not really. Yeah. You can't get enough. If you get Veron, that would turn around your team defensively. You would have a pretty solid team. If you get Sancho, yeah, y'all are going to be tough. Yeah, I think Pogba would be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Nobody, and nobody else really has the money it would require to get him or is going to spend it. I don't see that happening. So I think his best choice is probably to stay put, just dig in and – not not to Finish where second. he wants to go. Yeah. Like Italy or Spain. No. Yeah. They don't have the money. No. You're exactly I mean, Zidane's right. gone from yeah. Real. Yeah. Fair enough. So, yeah. Fair enough. That's, what I'm, that's my prediction. Okay. I mean, okay. it changes about as often as his hair to where it's like, oh, he's leaving, he's staying, he's leaving, he's staying. I saw something today about PSG coming in for him. So, I mean, they actually do have the money. So yeah. So, you never know. Yeah, it's, that is true. Yeah, if I was betting, which, yeah, my bets on the Euros have not really came through for me. So, oh yeah, it's been a tricky year, man. It has. Goodness, crazy. But it's yeah, so don't great. listen, don't take my advice. But that's that's what I put my money on. Him staying. All right. Well, moving on, Joe. All right. So we did Defender of the Year. I'm just going to straight up Attacker of the Year. Who you got? I had to go with the most goal contributions. Mm-hmm. Um, numbers don't lie. So if you're assisting and scoring, you've got the most combined. You're by far the best attacker. And that was Sir Harry of Kane. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Sir Harry. Mm. You know, it, it pains me to say that, but... I'm not going to lie. Jose Mourinho taught him something that I don't think he he knew about himself. 
taught him to come back and actually accept the ball, like come back into midfield. And this guy, towards the beginning of the year with Young Ming Sun, was just lighting it up. Um, of course, Spurs are going to be Spursy, and towards the end of the year, they're just going to went full Spurs. Help Chelsea get into the Champions League. It was painful. It was <laughs> painful was, to watch. <laughs> that was the most Spursy thing that's ever happened. Like uh, they're gonna help us get into the Champions, which we won the Champions League, so we would have been in it anyway. But still, they it, helped it us was, finish fourth place. That was that <laughs> oh was God. something to. Oh man, well, I, I just feel for him. Anonymous Mick, in yeah. particular. No, he he said we could call him Nick. Oh okay, yeah. okay, Mister Nick. All right, sorry Nick. Mego, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, Spurs E. But Harry Kane, I really think that Jose Mourinho taught him something about his his playing style. No, Harry Kane used to just bomb forward. And this year he would come back and want the ball. He actually played as more of a number 10, the number he actually wears on his back. Yep. He played as a number 10. He would come in and get the ball. And this guy can play. He has the vision to play some amazing through balls, to get the ball, turn, put it into space. It's unbelievable. But he also, I think Jose Mourinho taught him to stay healthy. So he would move away from defenders and get into space because he's got some soft ankles. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. His ankles are weak. So when he would get away from people, that's when he made the magic happen. And you I, know I don't like this guy. I know. I don't like him. Or the team. I don't like the team either, but he he did some things this year that really impressed me. And I think it really boiled down to the weird – mad scientist that is Jose Mourinho. I saw a well, – maybe I read an article or heard an interview. I forget. been a lot of stuff going on. But it was about Harry Kane when things first shut down with COVID. He, if I remember correctly, kind of got obsessed with the Michael Jordan documentary. Okay. The Last Dance. And how Jordan had kind of started as a pure scorer but then really – for a period of time, just transitioned into how can I help the team win? Is it me assisting? Is it me taking over and scoring? Whatever it is, let me just work on those facets of my game. Right. And so Harry Kane, I think, really rededicated himself also. And I'm sure Jose helped. I mean, that's really the, you know, maybe shining uh, success of Jose's tenure with Spurs. Is, so he's the catalyst. Yeah. But, yeah, Harry Kane was basically like, I want to be more involved in the build-up, enabling other players to score. And it showed. I mean, it was borderline telepathic at times, like some X-Men stuff going on. Well, as you get older, I don't know if you've realized this because you're still pretty quick and you still do all your moves, but I've Mm. slowed down a lot. Mm. I used to be one of the fastest players on the pitch. And now (laughs) – Testify, testify. Yes, you were. And now I have to – and this is one of the things that I'm trying to coach coach into my players because I've, I've seen, seen it happen throughout my career is, you know, sometimes the best thing to do is not just sprint forward. It's using your mind over your body. I was always 
used my pace, used my speed. I was I was a typical American. Used my physicality. I used my speed instead of using yeah. my brain. Hard working. Yep. Physicality, athleticism. Yep. Yeah, oh, it was, yes. It was light speed, some of the decisions and passes they were cooking with. I mean. Yeah, so I think Harry Kane, he he's starting to realize that he is getting older. Because how old is he? He's 28? Yeah, he's about, I, mean, I think he's about to be 28. Yeah, yeah so he's he's touching his prime. Mm-hmm. And he's never, never was the fastest. No, not by any means. And he's never been the most physical. No. But – he can hold up a ball. He can play the smart pass. So I think what really set him apart this year was getting away from defenders. Put him himself away from pressure where he can accept a ball kind of in the midfield and then have time. Yeah, center backs are nowhere near him. Yep. Get the ball, look over his shoulder. He knew Son was going to be running in just like clockwork. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've, as I've gotten older, you know, I used to be a midfielder. I'm starting to play more forward. And I'm a, I said earlier, 5'9". Lost a little bit of weight, you know. Mm-hmm. I talked about losing some weight on oh, this yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, I lost some weight. Yeah. But I'm a, not a, a big dude. I've just got a low center of gravity. I got that big butt. You got the hazard butt. Yep. That sterling butt. Yep. White sterling. <laughs> but... Most of the time, I play against guys that are probably twice my size. And if you have your back to goal, their knee into your kidney or into your lower back or just run through you, it takes your, it really takes a toll on you. And, you know, even playing in men's league, they, they do that. They come through the back of you, and if you're not prepared, it's just – it hurts. I mean, COVID too, man, those, those ladies – Hey, I mean, they got some beautiful thighs. They can go, go right thighs, son. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the worst injury I probably ever got was in the Charlotte Co-Ed League. What was her name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much about that moment. <laughs> the, rest oh, the, day was a, the rest of the day was a blur. I just remember, like, I should have subbed off. I had five. There was five minutes left in the game. I should have just came off. I'd avoided ooh, all that. Ooh, ooh. Like weeks of pain. Mm. <laughs> anyway. So, HK. Yeah, HK. I like that. Sir Harry. I like that a lot. So, Joe. All right. Who is your attacker of the year? Throwing out quick runner-up. Due to injury, my man did not play a lot towards the end of the season, but when he burned, he was burning like a freaking supernova. Jack Grealish. Okay. Had this award been given out, when was it? March? Before he got injured? February, somewhere around there. I'd give it to him. You'll hear uh, Harry Kane mentioned a little later for me. But but pure attacker, Grealish. Why Grealish? I think he, to me, I love his style. I love the, uh, it's like a street soccer player or something. He is. He, he has a certain joy about playing the dribbling, little flourishes. He just brings players, like the opposition. It's like he has a gravity to him that they try to collapse on him, mm-hmm. frees mm-hmm. up other players. And sometimes he can actually escape. And he just never never quits trying that crap. Like I remember seeing Ronaldinho play when I was in Spain. And he would just kind of go through the motions at times. 
And I was like, dang, man, like this is the best dribbler on the planet, like the best player. This was, I forget, 2006, right before Messi blew up. But he also just kind of, at times he would just pass, kind of go through the motions. He'd probably, you know, bang eight prostitutes the night before. Do a little bit of bluff. Yeah, and some blow, no telling what else. You had to do something to those teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to the dentist. Oh, I'll, I'll spend man. my money on prostitutes. <laughs> but Grealish never just does that. He's always, he gets it, he wants to create. He's like, yeah, you know, if you give a painter a brush, they want to paint something. You give him a soccer ball, he wants to do that. So I, I can appreciate that about Grealish. The side that I do not appreciate a grout about Grealish is yes he does get fouled because of exactly what you're talking about he yes. he takes it to people but when he goes down if he could just go down get up and start to play instead of they zoom in on his face and him yelling at the referee like are you really going to let this person foul me mm. and then he's yelling at the player that's the part that I wish trust me if he could get rid of that, man, I'd be all about Grealish. You know, I like those thighs, man. I mean, the thighs, the hair. He's got calves that are bigger than most people's heads, man. Yeah. Oh, bigger than like my chest, probably. Yeah. He he is a player, and he might be going somewhere. I think he might be. But at the same time, Villa. Okay, so here's a good question for us. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> you are the creator of your team. You've been there for a while. You're the captain. Everything's going good. Your team doesn't technically challenge for much, but they've got money where they can invest in trying to make some challenges towards some cups. Yeah. So, at the same time, there is a powerhouse club that comes in. That wants you. Do you sign a new contract with your club where you're a contract? The hometown the club. Big fish. Everybody loves you. You make things happen. You're the man. Or do you make do you sign on with the big club, make more money, become a Potentially like a cog in the machine. Yeah. You're not, like you're he, not the superstar. You're definitely not going to be in the starting 11 every single time. Mm-hmm. Probably not. But you challenge for cups like every single year. Which route do you go? I think you, I think you just split the baby. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a saying? Yeah. Uh, from the Bible, remember? Okay. No. <laughs> Split the baby. Okay. Yeah. My you get the best of bo- both worlds. I mean, okay. th- actually, that's not a good analogy. But, yeah, okay. you get best of both worlds. I think he has done enough with the hometown club. He's going to be a legend no matter what. He could stay there forever. There's no guarantee they're going to get a single trophy. Okay. If he goes to the big time. to the I'm big- asking, But wait, I'm asking yeah. what would you do? What would I do? What would you do? Me, personally, I'd probably stay at a hometown. I would too, man. But I, especially as a player, I was never that ambitious. I like to have fun. I was never like, I want to go play for the best team I want to do. No. But I think some of these guys, Grealish, 
Harry Kane. I think they they want to win, especially playing with the England setup and some of those teammates. They're like, dude, I'm as good as these players. Why can't I be getting these trophies? Like, I, so the ambition. They're like, okay, I need to check that box. I want to join this team, especially in a team that's as a you know renowned for their attacking soccer as as Man City. I think yeah. you like. I think yeah. So that that's funny that you say that because I listened to a podcast this morning um, on Chelsea, and they brought in a um, – it's actually based here in America, but they brought in a journalist from England who's covering the Euros, covers Chelsea a lot, Matt Law. Don't know if you know that name, but no. he – I think he's he's from the Midlands, so he's he knows about Villa, he knows about Wolves, all of those. That's where he's from. But he's a big journalist for Chelsea. And he was saying that it's truly a thing with these these um English players that there's some envy going on mm-hmm. because apparently Mason Mount, you know, who's his best friend? Declan his Rice. Mom. Oh, okay. Declan Rice from Frank, West Ham. <laughs> Frank Lampard. <laughs> no, that's his dad. <laughs> so Father. Yeah. So Mason Mount and Declan Rice, they grew up together in the Chelsea Academy. Mm, oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. So apparently Mason Mount FaceTimed Declan Rice from the locker room after they won the Champions League. Oh. And was just showing him his medal. That's and brutal. Like, Dude. Now, it, I don't think it was meant that way. It was just like... Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't, but... But... Oh. If you... For instance, like if you and I were doing that, how would you feel if, if, if I'm FaceTiming you and I'm like, look at my Champions League medal. Look, look what I've done. I'd be like super happy for you, but when that phone call ended, I'd, I'd go to sleep, I'd be like, dang. I need to get up in that. I, I need. need I need. I need some of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need some trophies, man. Like, okay. Shoot. Yeah. Especially those guys. Yeah. Because if it's like Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. Like I mean, West Ham is a huge club. They are great tradition. Finished sixth this year. Fan base, you know, virtually as good as any in the whole country. But are they going to win Champions League? No. 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 Not not anytime soon. But. When you mention about their fan base, I think they actually did better without their fan base because their fan base uh, is so hostile, just like Arsenal. They just – they're cutthroat. But at the same time, this is one thing that I will say about Chelsea. Their fan base, the majority of them are nowadays not original they're not local. Not born and bred. Yeah. From West London or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think when you see some of the West Ham traveling fans, you're like, holy cow, I don't I don't want to be in Oh, that's the real deal. Yeah. 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 That's East End, London. Yeah. yeah. Old school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tattoos on their bellies. Yeah. <laughs> just <yeah>, bubbles. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> those guys are crazy. Yeah. So, we have gone on about, I don't even remember what we were talking about. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Okay. Grealish was just my runner-up. 
Okay. What's your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your That's attacker right. of the year? Thank you. Thank you. Which he would have won. Just because I like his style. I like I like the just the pure. He's not even so much of a just to get back on Grealish because who wouldn't want to? <laughs> He's more about the bot, you know, the feints, the you know, the body feints, the body language, the deception. He's not really just pure speed going by people. So I like that style. But blah 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 blah. Attacker of the year goes to Riyad Mahrez. I thought he had a great year. Okay. He's underperformed since he joined City. I thought really this year he was their most consistent attacker. He really blew me away. Some of his goals, some of his goals, some of his performances. I mean, I was like, dang, like he actually upstaged KDB on a few occasions. Which KDB, I mean, shout out to our man, Ginger Prince, all the Belgians out there. Know that we got ton of love, ton of respect for the man. I mean, he's waging a one-man war on bringing the goatee back single-handedly. So I give him credit for that alone. But, I mean, injury took him out for a while. He underperformed a little bit. He was maybe more of a team player. You know, they put him as the false nine, et cetera, et cetera. I wanted to pick KDB, but really when I thought about Man City this year, the one guy, I mean, Gundogan could have uh, been my choice. But really, Mares, I thought season long, he went from kind of bit part player last season to pretty much starting almost every game. Yeah, undroppable. Yeah. yeah. And so, each, of those, each of those other two players, KDB and Gundawan, Gundawan especially had a huge stretch where the oh man can do no wrong. Yeah, carried the team goal-wise for like two months straight. And that was what was so phenomenal about this um, Man City team this year. You know, they started off really, really slow, really slow. I mean, going into December, they were not even really in the picture. And then all of a sudden, they just they creep in, man. Creep. They just creep. Oh, yeah. Like some kudzu. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh. People don't know got, about no kudzu. Oh, they don't know. Man. It'll take over Be thankful. a whole nation. Oh, it will. Maybe get some goats. Exactly. Get you some goats. Some goat <laughs> yeah, cheese, too. <laughs> yeah. But, Yeah. Gundogan, Mares, KDB, gosh, man, the talent, the number not, excuse me, number tens that they have on that team is just unbelievable. When you think about even some of their defenders like Cancelo, he stepped up into a number ten role. I mean, this team. It was I just, wanted to find a place for Cancelo. Oh my! I mean, if we did like a team of the year, I'd probably fit him in because that was, that man was just in, insane. Like, you know, they're putting him say right back technically, or left back. He's or, he's playing up top at times. I mean, it's just crazy the movement and just the ability he had. Like, extremely underrated. One of the best players in the league. Yeah, I would love to fit him in somewhere. And that just—that's what she said. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That just, that really puts Pep Guardiola, I think, in a different league because he he took these players that were, I mean, he just improves them season by season. And every time you look at them, you're like, you know, the beginning of last year, we were saying, 
Man City, they're just, yeah, they don't have it. Pep's lost it. They don't have it. And then he just rebooted the whole shebang and. Gosh. What a, what a team. Yep. What a team. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. All right. We got one more category before we hit the big three. Do we? I think so. All right. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. Oh, wait. Yep. One more. Best transfer. Yeah. He got Joe. As always, I'm going to run through my honorable mention. Okay. Cavani. Pretty solid. Callum Wilson for Newcastle. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they're staying up if he doesn't come over. They were still pretty close. I mean, his goals made the difference. Joe Willick. Oh, well, that too. made the difference for Newcastle, especially at the end. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good one. Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Hoiberg. I thought that was a great, great pickup by Spurs. Yep, slotted in seamlessly. Bulldog, Ollie Watkins, Villa. Gosh, love yeah. that. Good, good choices. Wesley Fofana was probably my runner-up of all runner-ups. For Leicester, I mean, what is he, 19? One of the best center backs you will ever see, and he's just getting started. James Justin. Ooh. Yeah, also yeah. good. Yeah. I had to go Diaz. I did too. I mean, I mean, there's, it's, it makes it easy. I, mean, really... I, I went with him for player of the year, rookie player of the year, the player of the year, the defender of the year, the best transfer. Like, he, he made Man City – and their defenders better. He brought a mentality, and I, I know we've talked about this, but he brought a mentality that, I mean, towards the end of the year, him and John Stones were sliding and slide tackling and, like, blocking shots, and then they get up and, like, chest bump each other. Like, they have this mentality now. It's like, this is Sparta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will defend this goal. Yeah, we <laughs> some Leonidas I mean, action. Golly, yeah, it's I'm, a true I'm sure partnership. Like him too. Oh, probably. Shout out Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> we still remember you, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, son of a gun. Yeah, Ruben Diaz, all around. Yeah. Phenomenal player. Unbelievable. I was again this this. Europa League, I'm sorry, European Championship has been weird to see all these teams that are got amazing players get knocked out. Oh, just gone. So, speaking of, uh-huh. who are you going for? Who's left? Out of the teams that are left? Yeah. 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 England. England? England's okay. all, yeah, always been my number two. I got you. I got you. I got to go with the Danish, man. Ooh, I like that pick. After Christian Eriksen going down and these guys, like, Ooh. oh, man, that was freaky. That, that was, was some weird. crazy stuff. That was so weird I I'll never forget that that oh, oh yeah we were texting back and forth yeah yeah oh so I was actually looking down when it happened and I hear the commentator say oh he, that was an awkward fall and I look up and they zoomed in right on him and the look in his eyes it was that will haunt me mm. for a long time so I missed all that yeah, that was oh my gosh, that was rough. So, yeah, I got to go Danish, man. I and 
could you imagine being in Copenhagen watching one of these games with all those people out in the wherever? Yeah. And you see them score, and there's just beer, like a beer shower. Man, I would give anything to see that. That would be cool. I mean, so, yeah, I like that. Sentimental favorite. Yeah. I mean, England and Denmark could play. So here's another question. Why were all the like loaded teams on one <laughs> side? On one side. <laughs> and England, England, England has the easiest path oh to the final gosh. they'll probably ever see. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, yes, some upsets were happened on that side. Yeah, you but never still, know. Yeah, but still. But still, come on. No. Like it's just it's almost too easy. Anyway. All right. We digress. That's who I got. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, all right. Are we are we getting to the we're at, prime time? We're at the I'm talking the final time. All right. Y'all will hear this segment music. I know it turns a lot of y'all on. Probably a few of y'all off. <laughs> <laughs> Might bust a few eardrums. <laughs> We're gonna try to turn it down this time. Yeah, yeah, we try. But yeah, anyway, you know we know you love them. We love them. That's really what matters. It it is. Well, it, I mean, it also depends on our our, our fans. Cause yes, we, true. We do. We do, we do we like love the fans. fans. <laughs> we do love y'all. All right, we'll start off with the finest frogs here, the heartwarming story of the year. So. We call this fine as frog's hair. That's right. Joe, how you doing? I'm fine as frog's hair, buddy. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yes, sir. Couple, couple choices, really, for me. Mesodosal, Gunnosaurus, I like that. That's my runners-up. But really, there's only one for me. And we discussed it in one of our first episodes the legend, Manchester's own Marcus Rashford, coming through for the at-need children of England, need their food, need their lunches. You know, the government was going to cut them off. I, for, I had it written down on my original sheet, but I forget all the details. Basically, kids are going hungry. He started a movement to keep those meals coming. And yeah, the government listened. Yeah, he basically listened. put pressure yeah. on the government once they passed this law that said that or it wasn't a law, but they were saying that once COVID happened, they weren't going to be giving out any. Yeah, any I think more the funding lunches. was stopping yeah. for yeah the free lunches for children who, you know, needed it. And he was one of those kids growing up. Growing up, and he was like whoa, whoa, whoa. So he he used his platform, his social media platform, to put pressure on the government. So only thing I got to say. Cheers, Marcus cheers, Rashford. buddy. Finest frogs hair. Yeah. So I I got to give it up to Marcus Rashford as well. I mean, finest frogs hair, dude. You're invisible. You're so fine. Oh yeah. Um, microscopic. One thing that I can appreciate about this, there's there's so many things, but he he started, I think, kind of a revolution with. I'm probably not using the right term, but a revolution with some of the athletes mm. that understood that they have a platform and they can use it for good. Not just in soccer, because that happened quite a bit, but other athletes were like, whoa, 
Marcus did this and he he made a change in the world. Yeah. Like it was this wasn't a small step like this was huge for his country for the children of his country. I mean, he he made an impact and I truly respect him for what he did, but he did it in the right way. He used his platform for good. Yeah, I lo- thing I love I mean, one of the things I love the most about that is it's not very divisive. It was not a not one of these things where oh I'm taking a side on this issue. No, he really just who doesn't love that story? Like yeah. the man I mean, just everybody can get behind it. It's not divisive, it's not you know, partisan at all. It was just everybody can say, Yeah, kids need their food. Yeah. And after that you saw more and more, especially on my end, um, from Chelsea, I started seeing some of the Chelsea players going out and doing volunteer work with local food banks and all kinds of things, just donating their time to try to help people. And he he really started a revolution. I yeah, mean, uh, that, definitely a movement. Okay. Yeah. A movement. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. He started a movement, and I mean, I don't think we can give it give the finest frog stairs out to anybody else yep he is it's the marcus rashford award and he's a hell of a player too yep who Good is season. loyal yes i don't think he'll ever wear another jersey i other hope than not England. i hope not so maybe well, come to charlotte mls in like <laughs> 10 years what about that fourth tier team? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't play for Boone. <laughs> what was their their mascot? The Sasquatch. It was Sasquatch. Man, why would you not? Mark Strashford, I know you listen to this. When you get to be 52, you, <laughs> you come over to 50. the Appalachian Mountains and you play for the... Appalachian FC. Oh, it is Appalachian FC. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. I mean, there's no better yeah. mascot than a freaking Sasquatch. Oh, no. They got a brewery right, right next to the field. After the game, all the players were there. Marcus. I mean, come on. Marcus. There's some hungry kids in the mountains. Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Fine as frogs here. Uh-huh. All right, moving on. We're going to go to the flop of the year, a.k.a. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. I'm sorry. I mean, bless your heart. Yes. Nailed it. All right. So flop of the year. This is the award you don't want to get. And this ain't just you had a bad week. This ain't the Anthony Robinson. This ain't the... You know, some of these guys that had a good season had a crappy week, yep. and we threw them in there. I'm talking you sucked so badly over the course of a season. You had a bad year. You, we were hanging this around your neck. Yep. We are hanging it around your neck. Who you got, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to give it up to – the referees and VAR. Oh, that's a good choice. Not, I'm, not I'm surprising, so, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but 
The referees were awful. English, English referees. If any of you listen to this, figure yourself out. Straight up. Go get yourself a puppers. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> on. But also, VAR was so poorly handled through, throughout the entire season. I'm, I'm not even – think I'm joking about this, but the handball rule was changed three or four times. The offsides rule was changed three or four times by what would be considered offsides, like what body part did they measure. Soccer has been the same sport for a very, very long time. And they literally brought in technology to make it better. Didn't happen. And it it absolutely destroyed the fan appreciation of the game. I cannot stand when I was watching the Champions League to see Kai Haver score a goal and scream and scream and scream and then be like, oh, crap. Got to wait. Let's wait. They're reviewing it. Yep. And reviewing it. And reviewing it. Please either figure it out or get rid of it. I I mean, everything that we do is about human error. So I almost preferred it when there was human error. Yeah. There were so many times where handballs, like... I mean, things were called, and it was just like, oh, man, yeah, we lost. And and that's that's one of the things that you can say. Like, you can look back on it and be like, well, your team wouldn't have beat me if they didn't miss this handball. Like, it's, it's a discussion piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they go back and review it and still get the bloody thing wrong. They still make the wrong decision. I mean, I don't know how – at least when they're – before this existed, at least the flow of the game was pure. Yes. At the very least. Maybe there were um, – of course, there were bad decisions. Like we said, human error. It's going to happen. But that's what gives it its beauty. It's not perfect. You want perfection? Well, just let machines play soccer. Well, that's that's the way the game is too. You make a bad pass, you get punished for it. Mm. I mean, that's – soccer is about imperfections. You capitalize on imperfections. The referee shouldn't make those imperfections. Like it, excuse me. Not sure what I'm trying to say here, but the referee, (laughs) the referee shouldn't decide the game. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That that's oh, it's just so disgusting to see, like you just described, Havertz. That kills something so integral to the game. You know. Great goal. Crowd goes wild. Player celebrates. Okay, goal. Beautiful. Since the game began, that has happened. And then now there's a, a pause. And everybody's waiting, watching the screen, watching the ref, watch the screen. And then halftime, no, his elbow was an inch off. You can't even tell. It doesn't even matter. It just kills it. There's no question that it kills the flow. You can say, oh, well, that elbow, that that was the right call. Maybe. You can't argue that it doesn't kill the game. It doesn't kill the flow. It absolutely does. 
In the Euros, I think they're doing a lot better job with it. And even I've seen quotes from English commentators that said, hey, what we have done with VAR and the offside rule, excuse me, offsides rule, we have overcomplicated. But what they're doing here makes it really simple. And if we can apply that to what we're doing, then yeah, we may be able to get it right. But let me say this. So, VAR is existing right now. Yep. So you're at a European championship game. Doesn't matter what it is. Let's say your heritage is Scottish. Oh. You're a good looking lassie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you're Scottish. I'm going to show you what's underneath my kilt. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, So you're watching a Scottish game. They're playing England. Game ended 0 0. Yep. Nil nil. Let's just say Scotland scores a goal. You go buck wild you jump give people hugs and end up maybe falling breaking your ankle but you're like you know what i did it during the goal that we beat england and then they go back in to var and it's like he was a whisker Mm -hmm. like a elbow hair Offsides. Change your hair. Yeah. I mean, it just that, and then people were like, "What'd you do to your ankle?" I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want to talk. Like, not even worth. Yeah. Mention it. It could have been like one of the greatest moments of your life, and exactly. And now it's like something you could tell your grandkids about. It's forgotten. Literally, it's literally forgotten about. You could say, "Hey, Grandpa, why do you walk with a limp?" Oh, back in the day. I broke my ankle watching yeah. that. Remember that one, Neil? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No. It's destroying it. So, flop of the year for me, English referees and VAR. I mean, it, 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 anybody that listens to this pod would probably realize that I was going to go that way. But mm-hmm. they're, it's all garbage. There's not one good referee in England. At all. No one. The VAR. They're pitiful. Mm. It's just pitiful. Joe. That's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. Good pick. All right. As usual, a couple of honorable mentions real quick. Ryan Brewster. I picked him up in fantasy. I thought he was going to salvage Sheffield United season. Didn't do nothing for him. Didn't do a dang thing. He didn't even score a goal, did he? I don't think so. I don't think so. Big transfer. Yeah, a lot of hype. I thought he was going to do something. Didn't. But, I mean, regardless, he came in a little late. At, Record. And he's, yeah. Transfer. Yeah. They were really like, he's going to fire us to avoid relegation. Didn't happen. Okay. Willian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say anything else. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like the first game, he looked amazing. I was like. He had two assists his first game. Like, One was geniuses. off of corner. I'm like, Arsenal yeah. geniuses. But then he, yeah, just into oblivion. <sighs> but this player, 
<laughs> the player who won it for me, then bless your heart and bless your little Dutch heart. I'm talking Donnie Vanderbake, the flop. Mm. And I'm, I'm sure he's a great guy. I really hope I have faith he potentially could come through next season. But just did not happen for him. Big money, big expectations. I mean, moderate expectations, but four starts over the whole year. Was not convincing in virtually any of them. So, Donnie, I'm sorry, man. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> I have faith you could be a second season wonder. Come through. I got faith in you, but you, you get just bless your heart. I'm sorry. So, who is he in Dawson's Creek? Is he Pacey? <laughs> or is he's he the, Dawson? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or is he the dad? He's the, he's the creek. The the just boggy creek where they would go and hang out. Over in uh was that Wilmington? Good old North Carolina coast. Yeah. Over in the Outer Banks area. So I think that's a little unfair. Oh, I'm not gonna really? lie. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna lie. Because y'all bought a player that makes things happen. And when I watched him play, he understands the game, I think, better than most Man United players do. Mm-hmm. Even more so than maybe even his coach. Oh. But he didn't fit the philosophy. He didn't fit the style. So I really feel feel for this guy, and it's, it's one of those Southern mom things like bless his heart mm. because he he deserved more. Well, I think it's fair in that he he was misscouted somewhat. They thought he would fit in, so there is blame for the coaches. He's obviously an intelligent guy. I mean, coming through the IX system, I mean, he has they have a very particular style of play, and he's very good at that. The short pass and move, you know, bounce around that kind of thing. That's not Manchester United's game. So that played a part. But just the money, when you look at it, you're like, wow. What was it, like 30? It was like, yeah, 40. I think it was like 40. Okay. Okay. I mean, and I say that I really – I'm pulling for him. I want to give him this award, and I want him to take it and beat me over the head with it next year and be like, <laughs> I show, I'll show you, buddy. I, I love that. So, I wish you the best. But when I just think about the money involved – I mean, it was like, oh, Real Madrid won him. Oh, Manchester United got him. And he came in and just – it just was not a good fit. So it wasn't all his fault, but at the same time, I got to give it to him. Yeah, that kind of stuff happens. It's not the right culture. It's not the right dressing room. Mm -hmm. It's not the right coach. But there definitely is a player in him. Yeah, no, he's – yeah, for the right team, he will crush. He's not a Danny Drinkwater or anything. No, no. Oh, <laughs> if I could just have one week, one week of Danny Drinkwater's pay, he gets from Chelsea. I mean, oh my gosh, it'll change everything. And that, you know, what's so funny about it is he doesn't drink a lot of water. He must not. He drinks a lot of beer. He goes to the pub. He, he's, yeah. So, okay, yeah, we're we're gonna move on to. Mm-hmm. Was that? Oh no! Let's bless your heart. We still got the creme de la creme. It's the creme de la. It's the creme de la. It's the creme de la.
That's right. Wait for it. Krim de la Prim. Okay. Player okay. of the year. The best of the best. The good of the good. Who you got? Again, I'm going to give it to somebody that's come up in this conversation too many times. But he came in as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Made so many things happen. He turned a team around that, I mean, they were mediocre at best on their defense. Attacking forward, it was like, I mean, y'all were the best of the best, you know? But, like I said, he came in, turned the defense around, made them. I think they ended up, like, conceding the least amount of goals as well. Mr. Ruben Diaz, again. Mm. Portuguese mm. prince. PP. <laughs> PP. So, yeah. P he, squared. <laughs> he's solid. He is absolutely solid. I don't I don't think we can say too much more about him. Yeah, I think we've covered. Yeah. I mean, that's my runner up. Okay. Who you got? Who you got? Who you you got? probably guess it. I'm going with the Hunter Killer, HK, Sir Harry. Of Kane, the first player since 1994, since Andy Cole, to lead the league in both goals and assists. Did he really? He did. He won the golden boot? Yeah. 23 goals, 14 assists. Dang. Yeah. <clears throat> great season. Great individual just performance. Season long. Carried the team. <laughs> Yeah, just hit a new level. I mean, you're talking already one of the best players in the league. Hit a new level in terms of all-around game, distribution, team effort, assists, division. Like playing, as you mentioned, like a number 10. Yep. More of a number 10. Hybrid. Can do the number nine thing. Can can lead the line. But, yeah. I mean, that has, that has to be my guy. Okay. Just all-around performance. I mean, ideally you want a player who's team one something. <laughs> won the league. <laughs> Not even out. I, I, mean, like, I don't talk about Tottenham's lack of trophies. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But not but. not too sorry. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, ideally, yeah, MVP would go to you know your team won the league, best player. But that was such a just towering individual season he put together, and he could better it even, and seemed like a great guy. So that's my creme de la prim. So I got two questions for you. I'm ready. Remind me about the second question because I may not remember it. But the oh. first one. Okay. Harry Kane's future. Mm-hmm. What do you see in your magic crystal ball? Oh, let me check it out. Let me shake the magic eight ball. He wants to go to Man City. Don't think it's going to happen this year. I think they're going to wait a year financially. Daniel Levy. Well-known, just super tough negotiator. I think he's going to squeeze one more year out of him at Spurs. So, with that being said, Nuno. Yes. Espirito Santos. Just signed. That's true. For Tottenham. As of today. Today. So, do you think part of the negotiation with him was that, hey, 
We've got HK. Sir Harry. <laughs> of Cain. Yeah. Of the Cain River. The Cain. <laughs> the Cain clan. He's not going anywhere. We promise you that. Is that part of the negotiation for Nuno? Or is that part of the negotiation to Sir Harry? Hey, we're bringing in a coach that is young-ish and has got some new ideals that he wants to implement. Mm. I think it's more of the first part. I think Nuno, I mean, I mean, somehow Nuno has fallen upwards. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't get it. Like he, I think he's good, but he walked away from Wolves. They were going kind of down. I won't say spiral, but Wolves had already peaked and he, were going down. If I'm not mistaken, he walked away from them. He yes. broke his contract. Yes, and then he somehow goes up. To Spurs, I don't quite get that. I mean, it's, it, I think it's just very, very is tough. Is it really up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Lateral. That, that was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, I mean, definitely more potential than Wolves. It Numbers don't lie. They finished above Wolves. There yeah. Go. I mean, but it's just – I mean, I know it's very hard. They went through a lot of potential coaching hires. And I think wow. he's solid. I yeah, think it, he's solid. Is he the best? No. I mean, personally – Shoot, I might have tried Graham Potter before I tried him. They did. Did they? I knew Everton had looked. If you can't, if you're Spurs and you can't poach Graham Potter, I know, I know. <sighs> I don't, don't want to say anything bad, but yeah, I don't want to hate on Spurs. <clears throat> and just also, the only thing I see are publications, and who knows how realistic these are, but. They went through a long, long list. Yeah, it's slim pickings. And not many people wanted it. And the people that did interview for it, they were like, hmm, Daniel Levy, no. Yeah. <laughs> but no, 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 no. I got to say one thing. Daniel Levy is a shrewd businessman. Mm-hmm. He... He can make things happen, but he can also kind of prevent things from flourishing. Yes. So it's just he's he's an anomaly. I, I don't I don't know. He's just he's something else. Yeah. Even other anomalies are like nah, he's different level. Yeah. He he really kind of takes a cake. I, I don't truly understand him but at the same time I respect him because he's like hey we've got HK yeah I mean, that's... you want him it's going to be this amount if you don't we're under contract with him like he he will not go anywhere yeah I think he could probably you know gentleman's agreement Man City go for Grealish spin big this year Harry Kane next year that's my guess ideally they're going to land both I don't think it's going to happen that's gonna be. It's gonna be incredible money. They have to player two hundred plus. Yeah. Oh, easy. They have to do some plus. sort of player swap, sell some players. I don't see it happening. I think they're gonna plan for next year. So if they can do a gentleman's agreement with Levy, be like, we'll back off. 
next year. We want it. Harry Kane, you know, buck up one more year, and we'll you go. So you signed a you, you signed a contract that's too long, quite frankly. Yeah, I'll Which, tell you right now. Yeah, we're both Southerners, and we believe in gentlemen's agreement. Nobody else in the world does. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. There's nothing. Hmm. You cannot shake somebody's hand and believe them anymore. Around here, around our small town, possibly if they're from this area. That's Everywhere else, it's sad. It really is sad. That's true. That's one thing I'm going to say right now. Be a man of your word or be a lady of your word. If you're going to say you're going to do something, just just do it. It's not always easy, but do it. Just go ahead and apologize to people and say, hey, you know, I, I'm i sorry. I wasn't able to fulfill the agreement that I had. So I apologize. Just just be. That's my prediction, though. Okay. What, what do you see happening? Well, I've heard a lot recently about Sir Harry of Kane. He... He may want to leave, but again, he's under this contract. So Tottenham kind of have him by the, you know, gonads, if you will. So the problem is, if he wants to leave, he's got to force his own exit, which you can't really do that with someone that you've been with since you were tiny. You don't want to burn those bridges. So, hmm. What I see happening is, uh, I think he'll have to wait to get his move. I think he needs to sit down with Daniel Livy. He needs to tell him, like, hey, just like you were saying, a gentleman's agreement, I will play my heart out for this club as long as I'm here. If I don't, you can bench me. You can bench the living hell out of me. Tell the Nuno if I'm if he doesn't think that I'm fulfilling my agreement, bench me and I'll ride my contract out. But not ride it out because they'll try to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. But the I think honestly Tottenham's Tottenham's controlling the situation. They have too strong a hand. And even if he wants to go to Manchester City, that's 100 plus. If they want Grealish, that's 100. Yeah. I think Grealish is more attainable and they'll just be like, yeah. Let's let's light that light that up. Let's do it. And if I was if I was Man City, I would go for Grealish before HK just simply because of the age gap. Yeah. Well, yeah, age Pep, you know, always has wanted like a true like wild card. And Grealish is another number ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know Harry Kane is this last year proved that he can play that, but he wouldn't play that in Manchester City. No. And I just don't see that as the best fit either. It's just weird. So I mean, my gut feeling is that he'll stay at Tottenham. Okay. Um, there's there's talk that 
Chelsea are interested in him, but are you serious? Yeah, yeah he can't. Yeah, he can't go. I he mean, can't stay in that, I'm sorry, but if Chelsea wanted him, Daniel Levy would be like, "Hey, Manchester City is going to cost you 100. Chelsea is going to cost you 200." Yeah. Simple. I mean, you can't go to a crosstown rival, and I can truly appreciate that. There's not many players that have done that other than William Gallus that went from <laughs> Chelsea yeah. to Arsenal to Tottenham. It was just like, bloody hell, what is this guy yeah. doing? Like, is he I mean, just Sol trying Campbell to get back in the like, day. <laughs> stabbed <laughs> yeah. in I London mean, streets? Yeah, you're really just going, yeah, just signing your own death warrant. So, mm. And what, yeah. what was the, the second question before I forget? Maybe you already forgot. I probably did. What were we talking about originally? I think it was Harry, Harry Kane related. Dang it, I already forgot. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> I had a good one, too. Oh, we, can, we can come back to it. If it pops up, it will. Okay. All right. Well, mm. we made it through everything. We did. A season but, review. But. Woo. And this month-long absence that we've had, we got a few steaming. <laughs> yeah, we did. Towards the end, like definitely steaming, oh, it like was hot and heavy, radioactive. Yeah. At the end. We got some emails that we need to go through. So, Joe, I'm going to read them off to you. Okay. And you go ahead and you start off with the first question. Okay. Let, All right. Let me let me have it. If I can find it. Here we go. I'm going to just shoot you straight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Nope, that's not the one. I, I'm sorry, I'm scrolling through something. Okay. This is from L. Sid. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. He says, hey, boys, sorry to hear that this will be the last pot. It's been a great ride. We appreciate that. Yes, really thank do. you, Elsa. Here's my question. If you had to give your firstborn a team-related name, man, you for Joe, mm-hmm. Chelsea for Matt, mm-hmm. what would it be? Vaya con Dios. Mm-hmm. Same to you, Elsa. Hope you're happy out there, buddy. <sighs> I thought about this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I really thought about it. Apparently. I really thought. Okay, so people were waiting. Well, yeah. I mean, yep. Harry? No. I just want to say that. So Harry Pate? No. Not going to work. Oh, you're going with your last name on the pod for the final time. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. Might as well. Okay. Harry Pate. That doesn't work. I mean, people would call him Harry Tate all the time. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> not going to work. For Harry Maguire? Yeah. Are you yes. serious? Oh, yeah. Bloody. No, I'm not going there. Bad. I just want to mess with you. I can okay. see it in your eyes at work. So, runner-up, Bruno. Are you you're going recent, not even like going back into the Oh, day. yeah, I was just going current. Okay. I was okay. going current. Fair enough. But, hey, you go retro. Okay. I like that. I mean, because my, my winner is both. It's Edison. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> he is retro. It's Marcus. No, I'm kidding. Uh, 
so not Bruno. I do like that. But the Sasha, you know, Baron Cohen movie kind of ruined Bruno. Okay. I mean, most Americans would think that if they think Bruno. So it just can't work. I'm talking Ole Gunner. I'm going Gunner Pate. Wow. That would be the one. I'm going Gunner. Ole Gunner Pate. No, I'm just going Gunner. Just cut it to Gunner. Just Gunner. Gunner Pate? Oh, yeah. that It flows, man. Look at that. I mean, that. That is absolutely Southern American. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> I'd go with the E-R spelling, but yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, All so right. I like that question, and I'm going Gunner. So I went with a girl's name and a boy's name. Just he asked a question, and I was like, hey, mm. could have both. We do what we want. We do what we want. So, I mean, come on. If it's a girl's name, it's going to be Chelsea. Come on. Oh, I mean, that's, come on. I mean, that's... Come on. No brainer, El Cid. So I thought about the boy's name because my wife and I have already picked out names for our kids. Oh. Male or female. Because we're only gonna have one. Oh, I didn't know this. Apparently. Oh, yeah. okay. We just recently yeah, don't don't ask me. It's just it's, it's gonna be a little bit down the line, but anyway. All right. So since we're going with El Cid, he asked about, yeah, names. A boy's name, his middle name would be Stanford. <laughs> Stanford Bridge, El baby. Stanford. Yeah. I thought you were Frank. No, no, if, if any Frank Mason. <laughs> I mean, trust me, like back in the day when I got my first, uh, first dog that I really owned, like I had dogs growing up, loved dogs. First dog that was mine that I got for myself, old Ty. Mm. I called him John. No, I called him Obi Mikhail. Oh, <laughs> Ty Obi Mikhail. Oh man, my grandmother always remembered that. May she rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Ty Obi Mikhail. But yeah, uh, middle name Stanford. Yeah, why not? So, I like that. I like that. All right, all right. So we're moving on. We we've got a few emails, so just just be ready for this. So the next one, two foot Terry, oh, the legend of all legends. Yeah. It's a sad day in the Terry household. Thank you for the many hours of entertainment. Here's my final question. Mm. Oh, dang it. Hope I get it in before the final whistle blows. Yeah, I mean, we... It, we, yeah. it, blew, it <laughs> blew a lot later than we thought it was yeah. going to blow. Question. Over the years of watching the EPL, who are the players on your own teams, of course, Chelsea and Man U, that you have hated? Ooh. And there's a follow-up question, so go ahead with that one. Okay. I'm going to go right ahead. I mean, hate is a strong word. Like it takes, it takes something special for me to really hit that level. I mean, there were some sucky players. There were some players that hadn't deserved to wear the Manchester United jersey. Quite a few of them. I wouldn't say I hated them. I just kind of felt bad. Like they, you know, they found their level and they were found wanting. They just lacked what it, what they needed to be a Manchester United player. But I can't pick them. I can't say, oh, I hated them. But there was one guy. I mean, I'll go runner-up. I'm going to say 
Oh, Sanchez, more recently, he he really just pissed me off. But uh, just to cut to the chase, I'm going Angel Di Maria. Really? I despise that man. He had a couple good moments early on. He's as soft as a wet noodle. He was so weak, so weak, and just mentally, okay, if you don't like it, that's okay. I mean, you're not the first South American that hadn't liked the North of England, I'm sure. You won't be the last. But instead of just saying it's not working or he could come up with just told the truth and just why he sucked, why he played so badly, I mean, heck of a player. We've all seen him with PSG, Real Madrid back in the day, Argentina. I mean, heck of a player. Different leagues. Yeah. He was just coming out constantly with BS. Oh, my fam, we got broke into, and we don't want to live in Manchester anymore. Oh, we got robbed. I mean, buddy, my house has been robbed like three times in the past, you know, ten years. Really? No. Okay. I mean, since I was born, yeah, like three times. Okay. I don't care if somebody held a gun to your head. That don't mean you get to suck on the soccer field. Get real, like that. He just he was so dishonest and just pissed me off. And then when he's come back there, I mean, Manchester United fans hate the guy, and he yeah. he brought it on himself. Just his whole demeanor, not to mention like a just a a sickly weasel. Just that face, that nose. I just hate the guy. Those ears and the ears. Oh, he just looked like a goblin running around. Argentinian goblin. Those ears never stop growing. No. They don't. He's looking more and more. Just yeah, those are going to be bigger than his damn head. They're going to weigh him down. <laughs> He's just so, okay. just so skinny. And, man, I can't, that guy pissed me off. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I've got a few hated players. I'm going to start with the most recent and then move on to some of the players that I just did not appreciate through my Chelsea fandom. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the most recent player, Ross Barkley. Oh, Ross the boss. The Rossitron. Woo. This guy, when we signed him, I was I was like, who who took the acid pill that signed this guy. Like, who's tripping? <laughs> Who is tripping that signs this guy? You tripping, boo. Signed him for $15 million, I think. But he's on some ridiculous wages. Never thought this guy was a Chelsea player. And he's proved to be not a Chelsea player. He's not even an Aston Villa player. That's true. I mean, this guy is just oh, – he's probably the – when he played, he's the player that I've cussed at the most throughout of – I mean, mm, you could – Really? You could go back in the day when I was yelling at players from the beginning that I watched Chelsea. I've cussed more at him than all of the other players combined. Really? I'll say that right now. He's a very frustrating player. He doesn't – he doesn't get back on defense, and when he does, he lightly jogs. And apparently he can run a pretty wicked marathon from what I understand. 
but mm-hmm. he cannot get back on defense. And he's barely an offensive player. So, I mean, what the fuck are you? I'm sorry. I'm going to use that language. What are you, Barkley? What are you? Where, yeah, I thought he'd found his uh, groove. Asta Villa, once again, found out. Dean Smith is like, no, this yeah. guy's a joke. Yeah, John was, Terry's like, yeah, I was like, Barkley? For a couple of weeks, though, it looked, it, it, looked good. it looked very good. With him and um, Grealish playing together, yeah, yeah it looked all right. Yeah, it was, I'm like, okay, now we're seeing the, the potential happen. Yeah. No. No. No, no, no. I remember I picked him up. That's my glory play <laughs> in fantasy. I was like, I'm going to beat – I played you that week. I'm like, I'm going to beat Matt. I'm going to pick up Ross Barkley. The man gets hurt like six minutes into the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it kills me. Wonderful. Oh, that's when I knew. I'm like, no, nah, Ross Barkley, you suck. Yeah. So, a little more recent to Ross Barkley, Thibaut Courtois. Uh-huh. He was great while he was at Chelsea, but towards the end of his career, he did some really sketchy things like, hey, I'm not going to show up to training. So, um, yeah, I want the, I want to move to Real Madrid, so you're going to have to give me this. The thing I don't like that, about this, yeah, you can, you can want your dream move to the All-Whites. I get it. But what Chelsea did to make things comfortable for Thibaut Courtois, we had Peter Cech, one of the best goalies of all time, I would say. I mean, this guy was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Even before he had his head injury and he wore the hamlet, he was still a phenomenal goalie. So we have Thibaut Courtois come in. And we were like, we're going to make you the first string goalie. Peter Cech, you're going to ride the pine. So we did that because he was the young goalie. He was good. Peter Cech was like, hey, um, I don't really like this. Could you do me a favor? And we are like, yeah, absolutely. You know, you've been a great servant to this club. You won us a Champions League. What do you want? He was like, I love London. I want to stay in London. Could you sell me to a London team? Sold him to Arsenal. So we made room for yeah. Thibaut Courtois. Two or three years later, this guy decides, no, I'm not going to show up to practice. I'm not going to train with you. And he goes public with it. So everybody knew that he wanted out. Everyone. So what happens? It decreases his value. So instead of selling the world, one of the world's best goalkeeper for 60, 70 million, he wants to go to one club, and that club knew it. So what do they do? They come in and lowball us, and they say, "Hey, we know he's worth like 70 million. We'll give you 35." We're like what? So yeah. He ended up selling him for a deuce amount of a really low-cut cost and then end up having to scramble to buy a goalie. And then we purchase because uh-huh. everybody knew that we needed a goalie. We bought Kepa. 
paid a premium. Seventy-one million, the most expensive goalkeeper of all time. The week before, Liverpool gets Allison <laughs> for seventy, and guess what's going on? Allison is a great goalkeeper, number one string. Keppa seventy-one million is our backup goalkeeper to a thirty million. Mindy. Yeah. Finally got it right. But this all started with frickin' Courtois. Everybody at Chelsea calls him the snake. He's a prick. Mm. Going to go a little further back now. Oh, okay. 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 I'm going to talk about two players playing in the same era. Basingua. Jose Basingua. The unibrow from Portugal. This guy was an absolute butthole. He Basingua. I remember him. I don't I don't like players that are overly dirty. And there's one circumstance where somebody was shielding the ball in the corner and he comes up and puts a cleat in the guy's back and kicks him out of bounds and got like a red card for it. I don't like that. Mm. I don't like that. Same time, I think same country. Raul Morales. Oh, yeah. You remember the guy with the crazy hair? Yeah. I could not Liverpool. stand him. Uh-huh. Could not stand this guy. I don't know why, but, yeah. Most hated players got to be Rossitron, Courtois, Morales, and Basigua. Could not stand those. Anyway. It's a murderer's row right there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So, okay. follow-up oh, question. Follow up. This okay. is from Two Foot Tina. Ooh, hey, Tina. And it says, oh, and Two Foot Tina has a question as well. What are y'all going to do with your time now that the podcast is over? Take care, boys. Two Foot Terry. Two Foot. It's been a pleasure, buddy. Yeah. What am I going to do now that the podcast is over? Well... Perfect world, me and the girlfriend, going to hit the road in a van. 94. Yep, in 94. Yeah, do a little van life. Do a little traveling. Maybe play a little more soccer, get in a little more shape. You can see me out there. The podcast has been a blast. It's been important. I'm glad we did it. But, yeah, I can see myself living out of a van. It was part-time. Yeah, down by the river. <laughs> and we stayed by the river <laughs> last weekend. So, yeah, a few things like that. I can see myself doing a little bit more of that. Maybe just, yeah, not watching as much Premier League, just taking a little step back, watching. Maybe get back into La Liga. Okay. A few things like that. I mean, Premier League always be my, my first love, my main love in the soccer world. Aside from the U.S. national team. But maybe MLS. Well, MLS is coming up. Charlotte's going to have a team next year. Yeah. I would say probably MLS. Going to Austin next week. See them play. LAFC. So, I said probably MLS. Going to have a beer with Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Play bongos with him. Heck yeah. I saw that. That was wicked. Sign me up. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, Yeah. 
I mean, especially, and that's kind of why we cut the podcast back a little bit. It was getting a little, watching all the games, keeping up with all the stuff. If we could just focus, it's just purely fun, which we've been doing more, you know, as it went on. But, but that's my main thing, really. The band, traveling a little, having fun. I hear you. What about you? I'm going to focus on my job. I've got a new job working in construction field, architectural. But um, also started some, you know, soccer coaching lessons, private lessons just recently, and really excited about that and kind of building my brand. Mm-hmm. One thing I really would like to do is um, educate myself more and more in the soccer realm. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently had an opportunity to coach four-year-olds. Oh, shoot. For three hours a day for five days in a row. And that taught me a lot about myself and a lot about coaching. Um, you know, I was used to coaching a certain age group and getting involved with younger kids. It's a whole different element. So I just know that there's a lot of room for development in myself. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I would like to, gosh, if I could sit down with like Pep or Too Cool, Too Cool, gosh, and just bounce ideas off of them or just, just listen. Just listen to one of their, you know, it's almost like a professor. Like, mm, Just learn. Yeah. Just drink it straight from the tap. Because I, I feel like I have a good understanding of the game, but you can never understand enough, especially when you get to that level. Like I'd always want to be able to learn more so that I can teach the players that I'm coaching I want to teach them more. I want to give them more. And the development part of it is the most exciting part for me, is seeing the pro- progression. Right. So, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. what I want. I like that's it. That's what I want. Heck yeah, man. I think you're on your path. Two-foot Terry, two-foot Tina, thank you. It's been an honor. It has been an honor. All right, so we've got one from Devin Pugh. Hmm. P-U-I-G. Is that P? 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 Yeah. All right. I hate to hear that you're sunsetting your pod. Oh, well done. I like that. One last request. Can I get a little review of the Ted Lasso show? Thanks for everything. So you and I both have watched this. Correct. What's your say? Out of 10, I would give it a... 13? <laughs> i give it like an 8. Yeah, it's, it's it is very really, solid. It is really well done. I mean, it's got a little bit of, um, you know, some pulling on your heartstrings. It's definitely got a lot of heart to yeah. it. That's the really thing that surprised me. I thought it was going to be a goofy comedy. But it's, right. yeah, I mean, Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, shows some range. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... Soccer, I'll always say this about every single soccer um, footy 
movie, show, whatever. The acting when they're actually playing is uh, it's just awful. Yeah. I mean, they really need to get some legitimate I mean, soccer players out there. That's just garbage. That's my main flaw with it. I mean, we know Premier League. We know, okay, this is supposed to be Crystal Palace. They're using their colors. Yeah. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, and shout out to the guy in Boone we saw wearing a – he's wearing an AFC Richmond <laughs> really? shirt. Yeah, I was like, ah. I didn't get nice. to talk to him. But, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, they could easily make it more – I mean, I, maybe it's just they're aiming for an audience that doesn't know soccer, doesn't know Premier League in England. They show, like, one pub with, like, three fans. They get, go very little into – I mean, they gave what's his name, the culture. James. Yeah, the culture. The uh, there's such a rich thing you could get into. Like, what's their rivals? You know, like West Ham, Millwall. Pick a rival. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to do Man City because what's his name, Jamie Hart, actor can't do a Manchester accent, save his life. <laughs> and that was a nice touch. How, how it ended, I won't spoil it for everybody, or maybe we should. But I I thought it was brilliant how it ended. And the second season could easily expand on the first. Could really take it up a notch, but there's a lot of room for improvement. Like it's really kind of small scale, and really, if you're doing a big sports drama, I mean, you could you could break it out a little bit. So, so uh, Devin, we will say this: the show, from American standpoint and soccer understanding, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The everything else, other than the actual logistics of soccer and the culture of it is great yeah i mean yeah it is a wonderful show it's you can't miss it and we're excited about the new season coming out next month july yeah next month yeah like late july yeah and uh good old Sudeikis does a phenomenal job. And a lot of the actors in it, like his co-stars, do a wonderful job as well. Yeah, they're good. I mean, I think he's... I mean, even you take, like, a Sopranos. Okay, Tony Soprano was an all-time great character, actor. Like, But you still had supporting characters. Like, they could really flesh that out. Like, Ted Lasso himself is really... You know, he's phenomenal. He's yeah. already locked in. Build the rest of it out, I say, and I think you're really on to something. And some of the, the other characters I really enjoyed, too, like the, uh, I guess she would be a wag. Oh, yeah, the wag. Yeah, the oh, wag yeah. was phenomenal, too. Bring yeah. bring back the lady he met in the hotel. We won't go too we far won't, into yeah. it, but, hey, just enjoy it. Yeah. It, it's a wonderful show. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I would give it eight, but it could easily hit nine plus territory potentially absolutely so joe last email this one is where the steam comes off (laughs) i just had to reread it goodness gracious from victoria gonzalez hi studs still looking forward to the final episode hated to hear you boys were hanging up the cleats love listening to your voices especially joe (laughs) Thank That's you. rude. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. We're at it. work right now, so final question. If a magical sex genie <laughs> casts a spell where you could only have threesomes for the next year and the other person had to be a Premier League player, 
who would you pick for you and your significant other? And yes, everyone <laughs> must actively participate. I know I would with a big smile on my face. Can't wait to hear from hear your boys' answers. Love Victoria <laughs> Gonzalez. That that's Hall of Fame email. Just put my hands together. I mean, Matt's sweating over here. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to think, is there a league out there that's called the Premier League that women are involved? Because I would be all about that. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but That'd be no. a whole different question. But no. Yeah, this is tough. Wasn't there, what was the – I was just looking at the email. Hold on. Wasn't there a second part? Yeah, yeah, the sex genie's name. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> so she came up with the sex genie's name. It's called Rumple Dickskin. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is just brilliant. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, that's great. So, okay, Rumple Dickskin. <laughs> the sex genie. The sex genie uh, gives, okay, that's, that's an awkward genie. That's an awkward scenario. I'm just going to say that straight up. I did think about this a good bit. <laughs> Probably too much. <laughs> dreamed about it a little bit. Uh, yeah, dreamed about it. You know, role played a little bit. Oh, just kidding. I did talk it over with my significant other. Oh, uh, sweetie, shout out. Love you very much. Wow. I think this pick it checks a lot of boxes. That's a good one. Screelish. Nope. That's nope. 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 Okay. Nope. Hey, I didn't want anybody that would overshadow me. Okay. That's, I mean, that's the rule one. Bielsa? <laughs> <laughs> Rafa Benitez. Oh, he's coming. David oh, Moyes. Yeah, I had to give a shout out to Rafa before this thing ended. Okay, okay. No, no. Oh, that was the, the other question. Okay. The second question. We didn't mention a single Liverpool player or coach the entire time. Why do you think that is? Sorry, sorry, people. Because they fell off a cliff. Good enough. I mean that. Continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sucks for them. That's a good. That's a good okay. catch. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but speaking of. Okay. Jordan Henderson. No, <laughs> my player is based in Liverpool. Ross Barkley. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's a you pick, Tom. Mason Mount. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So, A, the player, I don't want to take, you know, the shine off of me, obviously. I mean, that's a real threat. These guys are super fit. You got some guys I'm sure would just, yeah, that would be a problem without going into too much graphic detail. <laughs> you don't want that to happen. <clears throat> so, not doing that. So, you need to be physically not too great. Oh, so a Dalmatra or a... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going beast mode. Oh, no. Mode. Mitrovic. <laughs> oh, the neck tattoo. Yeah. The no. pudgy. Oh. I want him, so not too masculine, not going to overshadow me. Not someone I could see her want to leave me for. Dang, you really put some thought into this. And so my sweetheart also... Hates the French. 
So that's where I started. So I went with someone who's A, French. Oh, so B. it's not Mitrovic. Okay. No, no, sorry, no. I'm sorry. No, no, that was just a joke. Just okay. a joke. No, this player is based in Liverpool, and he's French. He spends a good, which this in this scenario would be a good um, quality. He spends a lot of time on the sidelines. Not too big. Not super handsome. Okay. Luca Dean. <laughs> I went with him. He's French. She would hate him. He's an he's all right looking chap. I mean, he's not like handsome, handsome. I think he's beatable. <laughs> and just call me uh, insecure. But yeah, I'd want to win this. I want the year to be over and then be like, all right, adios. All right, sweetie, let's get back to the usual. So, what's, uh, what's French for goodbye? Adieu. <laughs> it is. So yeah. So I went with him. I think that's the one. I mean, I don't. I don't know actually the logistics of this but question. You have to actively participate in it. Yeah, I mean that's Everyone. what it said. But he's also he's sidelined. If he's hurt all the time, has he played for France? Well, he got hurt got, for Everton. I got better he's used to being on the sideline he's yeah he's he would only be there maybe 30 percent of the time (laughs) he's not some yeah he's uh, yeah so yeah i'm I'm happy with my choice okay i think i could weather the storm with him i think everybody'd be happy i mean he would he would be obviously very confused like why am i being transported from england or france to north carolina to a to a to a bedroom (laughs) At least got to comb his hair while he's doing something. Yeah, he does have a lot of hair gel going on. But I think, yeah, in, ter- in terms of a Premier League soccer player, I think that'd be my – that's what I'm going with. Your sex partner? Yep. Okay. Okay. All right, now your turn. Who do you think I've, – I've talked about one particular player that's my man crush – so I gotta go with my man crush. Who's that man? You going with the coach? Mm-mm. Man crush. It's been too long. It has been too long. This boy is a Chelsea player. <laughs> Ruben Loftus Cheek is a beautiful man. Oh boy. He's soft spoken. He's a gentleman. He'd be a fine individual in the bedroom. He's got some tricks. He probably does. But let's just say if the two of us were to magically produce a baby with my wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's that'd magical. Be, that'd be a good looking kid. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Ruben Loftus Cheek. I always liked him as a player. I hope that he gets a look in for Tuchel over the preseason. But knowing him, I've, I've watched a lot of like Chelsea behind the scenes. He's just soft-spoken. He's kind of a goofy character that doesn't say a lot. So I feel like he'd be passionate. He'd be cool. Oh, okay. Well, some passion. I got you. Yeah. I mean, if something's going to come into my bedroom... <laughs> We we had better at least get along. Yeah, oh, that's true. That'd be important. Soft spoken, quiet.
quiet. And everybody and, be happy. Yeah. That was not at all disturbing no, to go through not that. Not at all. No, but the real question is what what does rumpled dick skin look like? That I mean, the name rumple dick skin. That's a very That's strange looking flaccid oh, penis. Wrinkly. Yeah. Dang. Probably yeah. It's probably got like a witch's wart on it somewhere. Oh he's hair growing he's out of be, it. <laughs> He's got to be twisted. Come up with this scenario. That's Victoria. Thank you, but no, just no. Thank you. Great, great question, <laughs> Joe. We're at the end. Yes, my friend. So, wow. Of course, we've been in in this podcast for a long time. Um this episode we'd like to give a few shout outs to some people that helped us through that's true so i'd first like to give a shout out to my beautiful wife emma Mm -hmm. our good friend out in colorado anonymous nick or mick yeah he's been good Nick, mr spurs yeah and and his wife mago Yeah. yeah And my goddaughter out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have to get a shout-out to Juliet, Miss Jules. Please become a Chelsea fan. It will only serve you right later on in life. Don't be a Spurs fan. It's okay. <laughs> There's still time. Yeah. Mr. Jason. Yeah. Jason, the one and only guest host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had some good, good laughs. Listen to that son of a gun <laughs> while driving... In Colorado, wherever I was, I don't remember. But yeah. Across the country. Yeah. Yeah. Give your shout outs. Shout outs, yeah. I mean my sweetheart. El Presidente. Shouldn't she's a female, so shouldn't it be La President? She came she came up with El Presidente. So I just I'm riding with it. Okay. It's the last episode she she get okay. what she wants. Should be law. <laughs> We'll have to talk to her about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Spanish is not her first language. <laughs> so yeah. Shout out her. She's uh possibly the biggest fan. And Fair enough. She yeah, cracks me up. Helped me come up with some of the good uh especially that last question. Brainstorming session. Yeah. So shout out to her. I mean Henry. Buddy, he's always been uh, a listener from like day one. Yeah, he still needs to get his ass here. And you, yeah, Henry, if Take you're listening, punishment. we we're about to dole out a punishment, and yeah. it needs to happen, buddy. Yeah, seriously, July, it has to happen. Okay, if we have to kidnap you, I mean, all the listeners, two foot Terry, two foot Terry, El Sid. Yeah, I mean, two foot Tina. Yeah, two foot Tina, Victoria, also. Yeah, you crazy? You're a freak. Devin, but we had credit. quite a few. Also, I want to get a shout out to the countries. I think Joe, we got into like fourteen different countries. We were globe trotting for a little bit. Golly, yeah, we were styling and profiling. We were international. Also, we need to give a shout out to uh, my beautiful puppy Luna mm. for always like sitting at the top of our little cellar. And whining, waiting for us to finish up. Um, 
All the people out there that listen to us, Angel. Yep. Danny. You know who you are. Yeah. El Diamante. <laughs> El Diamante, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Jacob. Yep. You know, all all my ECU peeps. Mr. Knowles, Moles. Yeah. I mean, everybody who supported the podcast from the very beginning, Yeah, you know who you are. We probably are missing quite a few people. Yeah. Thank you. Our friends in Belgium. Yeah. Australia. Shout out. South Africa, I think we got into. Much, yeah, much appreciation. That one person from South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> they instantly regretted that. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, oh, did I didn't? Delete, 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 delete. Yeah. Still, thank you. Thank you. You... You've been a blessing to us. You know, one thing that we will always say is try your very best to be a gentleman. That's what we were all about. That's true. We may not have talked the, uh, <laughs> said the nicest thing about certain people on this podcast. Especially refs. And Grealish. And Spurs. Spurs, yeah. But and Peps, clothing. Severs. And, yeah. and Bell. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we had a good time doing it. So, once again, we appreciate everything. We really do. I hope this didn't last too long, but, hey, we wanted yep. to do it, right? Yeah, give you the time you deserved. Joe, is there anything, anything, a joke, a <sighs> saying that you want to put on before we leave the universe? Oh, man. No, it's just been an honor, my friend. It has been It's been good. I'm glad we did it. Didn't know what it would take to make it happen, but we did it from the very beginning of the season to the end. We did it. We did. Yeah. We accomplished something. Yeah. I'm proud of it. It's been a blast. Yes, sir. Thank you, Joe. Yes, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Yes. One last time. You came for the footy and stayed for the accents. All right. And until next time, and if there's not a next time, well, you just stay. Studs up.